Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth, host of Tide to BS. Being a part of Belly Up brings along some cool stuff and partners to join our crazy journey, that's for sure. Like Manscaped, for instance. Finally, a way to delicately clean and trim your fremundas without cutting them. Because that'll hurt like hell. Use the promo code BellyUpFantasy at Manscaped.com for 20% off your next order. That's BellyUpFantasy in all caps at Manscaped.com. It's time to BS. Well, guess I decided to be a moron. Um, I was two minutes in to a pretty decent start, and I got three minutes in, I guess, and my dipshit has decided to not record the stinking show. Great. What was I talking about? Ah, yes. Um, there's a lot of goals I want to, uh, to accomplish, uh, at the start of the, uh, at the start of the new year. But, um, I haven't really gotten a chance to achieve them, if that makes a ton of sense, but that's okay. Um, you know, I was talking to my girlfriend um, earlier today, and, you know, I'll, I won't say exactly what happened, but she was she was having a pretty rough day, pretty rough day. so I asked her, hey, do you have any goals that you want to, uh, that you want to achieve? She said, well... Basically, she has goals, and as we all do, but don't know how to, you know, go forward with them. That's okay. That's completely fine. If you have goals and you want to achieve them, you know, but you have no idea how to go about, you know, working on said goals, don't worry. That's a good start. Don't worry so much. You know, uh, there's nothing wrong with, you know, not worrying. 
Uh, as a matter of fact, I think people today worry too fucking much. Uh, and that's okay. Um, you know, there's a... Everyone worries. Everyone worries about everything. About, worries about the, what their second cousin is doing, what the ant on the ground is doing, you know, the beetles or, or, or the beetles that are crawling on the ground or the birds in the sky. Always worried. Worried about this, worried about that, worried about this, worried about that. And my honestly, my, my honest opinion is everyone just needs to stop worrying so much and use your freaking head. Um, my old co-worker, uh, I call him Uncle Joey. He would always say stuff like, hey, you got to use your head and stop thinking too hard. What does that mean? Um, well, for starters, um, it means you got to stop thinking so hard about every single bad thing that's going to happen. Instead, think about the good shit in life. Um one of the things I do that does help, you know, me especially, because uh, I overthink shit on a regular basis. Nothing wrong with that. Um, sometimes people overthink about the stupidest of things. Sometimes people overthink about the, you know, the most rational things. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I just think what really helps uh, someone not overthink so much is understand that hey everything's gonna be fine everything's gonna be fine you realistically have nothing to worry about I mean you got a good job you got a family you got friends you got good income it's not like you know you're living in a ditch that doesn't really help, but my thing is if you worry too much, you're going to worry about every single split second of your life. And that's that that means you're not enjoying the beauty of life. Um, a life lesson that I've always told people, which was, hey, treat life as like a good cigar and a glass of whiskey. Take your time. Take your sweet time. That's good. If you see a cat in the background, that's my cat, Donut. She is chilling, doing her thing. Um, so, that's always a good thing to look into. Treat life like a good cigar and a glass of whiskey. Take your fucking time. Um, so, one of the things I did want to talk about was uh, Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers might be on his way out of Green Bay, uh, and potentially on his way to the New York Jets. Uh, Rogers is on. <sighs> Jesus, I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to put this. I don't even know how to put this. Aaron Rodgers could be on his way out of Green Bay, and Jet fans, of course, are going ecstatic. Nothing wrong with that, of course. Because if I were a Jet fan, which I'm not, um, but I am an Islander fan, so I, I do have some sympathy for the Jet fans. Um, the, the asking price to start, this is the start, 
for Mr. Rogers is two first-round picks. Okay. If I were Aaron Rodgers, I'd be like, okay, get me out of Green Bay. I want to go somewhere and win. Here's the problem, though. The AFC's loaded. Specifically, um, the top eight teams in the AFC are extremely good. Specifically, the eight teams, that the seven teams that made the playoffs in the AFC. Jacksonville's going to get better. Buffalo's probably going to get better. Miami's getting better. Baltimore, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Cincinnati, Kansas City. Um, as I said, Buffalo. Uh, I don't just completely blacked on me. The Chargers, just my brain is not operating right, and that's okay. Um, the Pittsburgh, don't forget Pittsburgh. They're, Pittsburgh's going to get better. They got a rookie quarterback. They're going to look good. But if you are the Jets, how do you not pounce on this guy right out of the gate? Pounce on him. I don't care what you do. Literally invite him into bed while playing some Teddy Pentagrass. Love TKO to be more specific. And dude, join us. Join New York. Meanwhile, that would be a terrible idea in terms of a PR move. But then again, what do I care? Um, we got some questions to ask. Um, for starters, if you hear clicking, that's me clicking on my computer because, you know, I can. Um, Jesus, move you. Uh, let's see what we got here. Next question. So, first question we got here is, um, will the Dallas Cowboys fire Mike McCarthy after losing to San Francisco over the weekend? If not, what's the Cowboys' biggest problem? This is ridiculous. This is already a stupid question, even though it's the, even though I'm the one who wrote it down. But you know, I, I just, If you're a Cowboy fan who's not Skip Bayless, but specifically a Cowboy fan who's over the age of 30, I respect you. I respect you. Because you understand, well, excuse me, over the age of 35, then you understand completely what's what the problem is in Dallas. Old Jerry Boy's been the problem. You cannot explain. You cannot tell me Mike McCarthy's the problem in Dallas. We should get rid of him. No, I'm not defending Mike McCarthy and his incompetence as a head coach. I'm not defending Mike McCarthy and his terrible game management. Then again, I'm not a head coach, so I can't really say shit. But at the same time. Jerry Jones is the problem with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, He refuses to hire a legitimate general manager that's not himself. He refuses to hire a team president that's not himself or his son. Um, He refuses to understand, hey, the problem is actually me. Dallas is a good team. They really do. They have a stout defense. Here's what's going to happen. Jerry Jones is going to fire Mike McCarthy. He's going to promote Dan Quinn or Kayla Moore to be the head coach. The Cowboys will proceed to do 
dog shit for however long it may take or however long the, the remaining you know, years of Dak Prescott's contract will be. Jerry's going to die because he's like 80-something now. And the, the Cowboys will be crap. I don't care. I mean, this is Jerry jo- This is his fault. This is absolutely the fault of Jerry Jones. And I cannot express my frustrations enough with Jerry Jones and his incompetence as a general manager. Granted, he's made some good decisions, but at the same time, dude, Cowboys got a problem. And it ain't McCarthy. It's old Jerry boy. Next question. Um, do the Eagles have a legitimate shot against the number one defense in the NFL and the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC title game? Yes. Yes, they do. If there's any weakness in San Francisco secondary, it's fuck, damn it. Sorry, I'm watching an Islander game, and uh, it's 2 nothing Ottawa against the Islanders. Fuck you. I'll trash the Islanders later. This could be an interesting show. Um, San Francisco's secondary is the weakest link, and that, that's crazy to think about, but it's it's true. San Francisco secondary is not the San Francisco secondary when Richard Sherman was there or when they had really great players on that team. You know, better players than they had on a team like DeForest Buckner, D. Ford, you know. I can keep going. They still got Bosa and Warner and Greenlaw. They still got awesome players, and that's the top defense in football. But I think if you're Philadelphia, you have to do what the Patriots did against the Seahawks in Super Bowl 49. Get those pass rushers off. Get those pass rushers off their feet. Do that. You got to do that no matter what you do. You got to get those pass rushers off their toes. Get the quick game going. You got the receivers to do it. You got the running game to do it. Go do it. I don't care. Just do it. Um, listen, my girl, my my girlfriend's father happens to be an Eagles fan. I want the Eagles to win this game for the sake of a division rival in the Seahawks, but also because I really want to see Philadelphia do well. I really do. Um, next question. A rematch of last year's AFC title game? Does Cincinnati do it again in Arrowhead Stadium against the Chiefs? Yes. Yes and no. Um, on one hand, you have to say... Um, on one hand, you have to say that... The, the Chiefs are going against Cincinnati underprepared. They don't have that, you know, they don't have that X factor outside of Travis Kelsey. They don't. Uh, Miko Harmon, I, I understand. But Cincinnati plays hard. They really do. Um, part of me really wants to say, oh, give... Give me Kansas City because I want to see Kansas City and Philadelphia in the Super Bowl. That's what I think is going to happen. 
I think is going to happen. Which was going to be the answer to the next question. Um, but I, it's going to it's going to be close. It'll be close, or it's going to be a blowout. Either way, it should be an exciting game. Next question. Um, the Bengals over the weekend kicked the asses of Buffalo over the weekend in Buffalo. Do the Bills return to glory, or is their Super Bowl window slammed shut? I don't know. This is a question I have no idea how to answer. Um, part of me is like, sure. I mean, Buffalo's window could be slammed shut because the rest of the AFC is better. Uh, the rest of the AFC is going to get better. The Jets might get better. The Dolphins are going to get better. The Patriots are going to get better. The entirety of your division is going to get better. Um, Baltimore, don't know what the hell they're going to do. Um, Pittsburgh, yeah. Cleveland, probably. Um, and, sorry, I just thought it was 2-1. Damn it. Fuck this team. Um, but... They really missed Von Miller and Micah Hyde. They really did. They really missed those two badly. And it showed because Buffalo could not get any pressure on Cincinnati. They couldn't. They couldn't. Which is crazy. But they couldn't. Amazing to think about. Um, here's a brilliant question. Um, what the hell are the Vancouver Canucks doing? So, if you're not a hockey fan, let me under, let me let me preference by saying, God bless you. Get into hockey because it's easily the best sport out of the core four: basketball, football, baseball, hockey. Hockey's probably the best one. That's just me. Bias completely aside. Um, what the hell are the Canucks doing? Let me... Also, let me preference by saying this. I am in no shape or form a Canucks fan. Duh, because I have an Islander tattoo. Um, however, I do have sympathy for the Canucks. I do have a ton of sympathy for the Canucks fan base because they've been through some shit in the last... You know, since 94. Let's put it this way. You know... They should have at least a single Stanley Cup, but they don't for some reason. Um, they should have won it in 2011 against Boston, uh, but Aline Vigneault happened. They should have won it against the Rangers in 94, but then again, the Rangers were a team of destiny, and the 1940 jokes have continued. But regardless, here's what happened. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux was now the former head coach of the Vancouver Canucks, Fired a couple days ago for Rick Tockett. If you're a Pittsburgh fan and that name sounds familiar, or an Arizona fan and that name sounds familiar, it should. Rick Tockett is the former head coach of the Arizona Coyotes, uh, was there for four years, uh, parted ways, was the ESP, was the NHL and TNT analyst. He's now the head coach of the Vancouver Canucks, and I wail my arms in the air and I say, what the hell's going on here? Because you not only did Bruce Boudreau dirty by publicly saying, yeah, we're looking to new head coaches. Like, dude, really? 
<laughs> you gotta go that fucking low and say that shit, really? But I can either show sympathy for the cocks or laugh at their ownership. I show I decided to show sympathy. Because Rick Tockett is not a great head coach. Then again, I wouldn't know because I don't pay attention to the Coyotes. Um, I just I'm just dead ass confused by how Vancouver decided to go about this situation, publicly destroying Bruce Boudreaux, firing him, and then hiring Rick Tockett. But it was already known that they were, that they were going to hire Tockett. After firing Brucey Boy. Sometimes I really don't understand this, man. I really don't. Um, well, um, we'll continue on with the show uh, with two more topics, and then we'll close things out. Uh, but one thing I didn't want to say is that music today sucks. Music today sucks, man. It really does. Like, I'm not even just going to sugarcoat. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Music today sucks. And every time I listen to today's music, I have to cringe a little bit. Because now, understand where I come from. I come from a, a childhood of, let's call it good music. To where I was raised with Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, Metallica. Pearl Jam came later, but, you know, disco. Well, disco, maybe, but, like, maybe you would count as good music. But, like, mostly Zeppelin, Floyd, Clapton, you know, Classic rock, you know, rock from like the 70s, 80s, and 60s, a little bit in the 90s, but not a whole lot. And then as I got later, as I got older, I started to say, you know what? Music today sucks. There's no creativity, there's no love for the genre. You know, to put this kindly, music today is about. Sex, drugs, and money. That's basically what it is. It's a shame. It's a shame. And I'm probably going to get screamed at by this, or by TikTok, or YouTube, or whatever the hell. But that's okay. Um, music today sucks. I can't listen to music. I mean, there's a very few exceptions. Um, Greta Van Fleet. You know, occasionally you'll get a really good Pearl Jam song today. Uh, government Mule. I mean, there's some tool. Like, really good metal and grunge bands, hard rock. You know, this. But mostly today's about rap and shit. I have no judge with rap, but it's like, dude, have some parody. Have some, you know, diversity. Don't say that rap is the greatest music genre ever. Well, last time I checked, rap hasn't been, you know, you know, great since the 90s. 
you know, I may just sound like an old fuck here, but it's the truth. Rap has not been great, like all-time great, since the 90s. Uh, maybe I'm just sounding like an old shithead, but who cares? Um, that's just my God honest thoughts. Um, we'll end the show on this note, but I will say... Um, I talked earlier in the show how people think too hard. You gotta look at it as like you're writing a book when it comes to making your own like writing a book about your life. You are right now writing word for word page by page, chapter by chapter. You right now are writing your book. You shouldn't think too hard about how to write said book because it's still in the process of being written. Hell, you shouldn't even think too hard about, oh, is this detail going to suck? Because in the end, who the hell cares? If you like it, you that's all that matters. It shouldn't have to be, you know, what Bob on the side of the street says about your life because you know what? Your life is what you make it out to be. You are the most important person in your life. Simple as that. Um, there's really no mystery behind it. Like, how do I know if I'm the most important person? Duh. You're you. You are you. That's who you are. And, you know, I, we live in a society where people overthink things. Where people get upset by everything, people get angry by everything, sad or offended by everything. And my God, honest response to that is Jesus, people think too hard. You know, George Carlin said it best life is not that complicated. You get up, you go to work, eat three meals, take one good shit, then go back to bed. Problem solved. Problem solved. Like, what is this stupidity about, you know, oh, we have to do things that make people feel less offended, like, or we have to do things because it makes us, because it makes us feel less anxious. Okay, my reaction to that is, you know, jump feet first into the fire, baby. Don't be so fucking scared. Don't be so scared. You know, you gotta, like, fucking go for it. You have a goal, go for it. You know, but, like, set small goals for yourself. Set, like, you know, I want to, you know, clean the kitchen today. Or I want to record two podcasts today. Or I want to work out for an hour and a half today. Or I want to eat better this week. Or, like, small goals for yourself. Don't go out and say, oh, I want to lose, like, 100 pounds in three months. That. Don't do that. Don't don't kill yourself. Um, just set small goals. Get yourself a journal. Write shit down like a checklist of how you want to do, how you want to achieve those goals. And you should be fine. Should be fine. Other than that, you really have nothing to worry about, guys. You really don't. Um... That'll do it for this episode of Time to BS. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. My name is Daniel Smooth. 
This is the 165th episode of Time to BS. We are coming to you live from the beaches of Long Island, New York. And I will see you guys in this life or the next one, guys. Have a good one.